0: Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now please welcome your host, Don Sevcic. Oh yeah, back in the saddle again. For This week, episode 31. And this week, I want to talk about irritability, restlessness, fear of losing control, a churning feeling in your belly, hot flashes, racing heart rate, teeth grinding. Do you ever feel like the walls are closing in on you? These are just a few of the symptoms for a huge health problem hitting this country. Which we know as anxiety. And I want to talk about anxiety this week in episode 31 entitled, Attack Anxiety Using Temporal Tricks. National prevalence data indicates that nearly 40 million people in the United States experience an anxiety disorder in any given year. We hear this more and more in the news. And while anxiety comes from various causes, some of it comes from overwhelm, too much to do, too much to think about, and too much multitasking. So this week, I'd like to talk about a few root causes for anxiety and how you may be able to alleviate some of the crippling pressure and symptoms that you experience. You see, I've noticed from personal experience and reading through anxiety forums that certain people with anxiety fret over the past or plan for things way too far in the future. So today, I want to talk about eliminating or alleviating two root causes for anxiety. Number one, living and worrying about the past. And number two, obsessing, or worrying about future events. And after that, I'll show you a few ways to change your focus to help alleviate some of those symptoms. Now, I understand anxiety has other causes, such as hearing or seeing things which trigger your anxiety, as well as worrying about what other people think. For example, how will you feel if you go and do a public speaking event? And I won't be covering those today because they're more complex topics. Today, I want to cover living and worrying about the past and obsessing over the future. Because those can be controlled easier and the changes can be measured quicker. So first, let's talk about the past. And we'll define the past as anything one second before right now. So let's review a few things about the past and see if we can help anxiety. First, you can't change the past. Once it happens, it's over with. It's recorded in the history books and you will never get it back. You also can't relive the past. And here is the fun part that I learned. When you worry about the past, it does nothing but harm Since you can't change it, and you can't relive it, worrying does nothing but harm you. You see, in prior episodes, I talk about something called failure is only feedback. It's not the end. It's simply a new piece of data in your journey. And once you understand this, it will help you stop worrying about the past and understand that if you make a mistake or something went wrong, It's a lesson. It's not the end. And once you frame it that way, it'll be easier for you to view the past as simply a lesson and not a thorn in your side that you have to carry around. And one of the best quotes I ever heard about this was from Soren Kierkegaard. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Now, if you let it Living in the past turns you into a prisoner with invisible walls. Sure, you get three meals a day in recreation time, but you never get out. It's a life sentence. And a few months back, I wrote about this on LinkedIn. And I'll give you a summary of that article here. Do you know what the heaviest object in the universe is? Not the sun, Not the moon. Not even a black hole. The heaviest object in the universe is regret. By carrying regret around, you wear an invisible weight around your neck. You see, dragging regret around slows you down and tires you out. If you want to experience the fastest weight loss you have ever seen, try this. 1. Acknowledge your mistake. 2. Learn from it. And three, forgive yourself and move on. Remember, you are not Marty McFly and Back to the Future. You can't go back in time and undo the past. What you can do is move to the future, making wiser choices. So as you wake up this morning and start your day, see if you aren't feeling a bit sluggish. And then ask yourself, am I dragging around regret like a ball and chain? If so, acknowledge it, learn, and move on. I promise you, your day will improve immediately. And it reminds me of a quote by Mercedes Lackey. If only. These must be the two saddest words in the world. The Cherokee Indians also said up beautifully, Don't let yesterday use up too much of today. And so that's the past and what can happen with anxiety if you focus, fret, and worry on the past too much. Simply do this. Understand mistakes were made and there was problems. Learn from them and let them go. Don't go back and worry about them. And I promise you, anxiety caused from worrying about the past will vanish like a thief in the night next let's focus on the future we'll define the future as anything one second or more later than right now and i'll frame the future so that you can identify anxiety triggers and perhaps show you a way to alleviate them so let's dive into the future first it hasn't happened yet number two the future is not guaranteed no matter how much you plan and practice, and strategize. In fact, if you want to get a little gloomy, we don't even know if there's a future. You see, in ancient Rome, the generals would have somebody follow them around who would continuously whisper, Memento Mori, in the ears of victorious generals as they were paraded through the streets after coming home, triumphant from battle. And translated, Memento Mori means, You are mortal, And this was done to remind the generals not to get a big head because the next day, a.k.a. the future, the next battle could mean their demise. You may not be here tomorrow. You may not be here in a week. And I don't say that to be doom and gloom and make you worry. I say that to enjoy the time right now. The future is a fairy tale It makes for good reading and mental movies, and there's nothing wrong with planning for a better future, but understand it's not guaranteed. And when you live too far in the future, it takes away from the present. It takes your attention, it takes your time, and it takes your energy. While you worry about the future, the present, the right now, passes you by. And then it goes to the past, and you've lost the now forever. So here's a strategy for you, for anxiety triggered by worrying about your future. Do you want a better future? Do you really want a better future? Then here's what you do. Work on the present because it's the only thing you can control. You could plan for something in the future only to have something change and your goal or dream is altered. And I don't say that to deter you from your goals or your dreams. We should all have goals and dreams in a journal, written down, things we think about. What I'm saying is, don't let that derail you from enjoying the moment right now. Future thinking gives you some benefits, and you can imagine a better life in the future to motivate your present behavior. A powerful word I love to use is imagine. Imagine what a future you could build if you focused on the right things right here and right now. In the Back to the Future movies, you'll find some interesting symbolism and setup for the folly of looking too far into the future. At the beginning of Back to the Future, the first movie in the series, Marty, who's the main character, plugs in his guitar to a gigantic speaker, which is modified to the max. He strums the first chord on the guitar and the speaker blows him across the room. Now I've read some fascinating analysis on this moment and the speaker blowing up is symbolism to Marty's tendency to hurt the present by dreaming about the future. Marty wants to be a rock star and he also wants to meddle with time later in the movie by warning Doc Brown about future events. But when he does these things... By focusing on meddling with the future, he ignores the present. He ignores what is and what may happen if he tampers with future events. Later in the movie, when Marty goes back in time, he's wearing a vest which Biff calls a life preserver. The same analysis from a site called Shmoop suggests this was a symbol for Marty feeling like he's drowning. (coughs) Since his parents might not ever Get back together. And if they don't get together, then Marty is never born. Again, Marty worrying about the future instead of focusing on the here and now. (coughs) Now that we've covered living in the past and daydreaming about the future, let's talk about the solution to time-based anxiety. And that is focus on the present, the right here and the right now in front of you. You've heard terms like live in the now, focus all your energy on the now. Mother Teresa said it best when she said, Yesterday has gone, tomorrow has not yet come, we have only today, let us begin. In the movie Scrooged, one of the ghosts, I believe it's Christmas present, says, If you continue mistakes of the past, your future will become your past. And I want you to think about the changes we've had in the last 20 years. You aren't chained to a 9-to-5 job anymore if you play your cards right. The internet eliminated most, almost all of, the gatekeepers. This means you can create, publish a blog, a video, a podcast, an article, and with the right promotion... You can beam your message out to millions of people. If you live in the present and and focus on the right material to learn, anything is possible. If ever you find yourself in the past or stuck pondering the future for too long, just stop, breathe, and meditate or focus on the now. Embrace the stillness. Try mindfulness. Mindfulness. Absorb your surroundings. The present is the only thing we have right now. And here's another trick if you feel anxiety welling up. Set up anchors to happy things. What's an anchor? It's a trigger to bring back certain memories or feelings. Like anytime you smell a new car smell, it brings you back to when you bought your new car. If you set up a few of these happy anchors and then you feel anxiety welling up, you can bring these anchors into play to bring you back into the right now, to remember what it's like to feel good and live in the moment. You see, in the modern age, people feel that business is accomplishment, busyness is accomplishment or the need to always be doing something. Sometimes the right move is not to do anything. And this is brilliantly portrayed in the show called Boardwalk Empire. In one of the episodes, Atlantic City boss Nucky Thompson finds himself besieged by rival mobsters and the U.S. District Attorney's investigators. So what he does is he meets with a Chicago gangster named Johnny Torrio and a Manhattan gang- gambling kingpin named Arnold Rothstein. To talk about his predicament. And after he does. Rothstein. Walks to the corner of the room. Looks out the window. And he tells Nucky. Do nothing. And Nucky says. I beg your pardon. Rothstein says. You have no move Mr. Thompson. And when you have no move. You do nothing. And Torrio says. Arnold he's under attack. And Rothstein clamors back, all the more reason for patience. I've made my living, Mr. Thompson, in large part as a gambler. Some days I make 20 bets. Some days I make none. Weeks, sometimes months, in fact, when I make no bets at all, because there simply is no play. So I wait, I plan, I marshal my resources, (coughs) and when I finally see an opportunity and there's a bet to make, I bet it all. And this scene is beautiful about living in the now. If you're not sure what to do, if you feel yourself worrying about the past or obsessing about the future, simply close your eyes, (coughs) take a deep breath, and enjoy the now. And as I researched for time-based anxiety, I found a few steps you could take to be in the present. The six steps are cultivate unselfishness and consciousness. (coughs) Let go and stop thinking about your performance. Step two, practice savoring. Avoid worrying about the future by fully experiencing the present. Step three, focus on your breath. Allow mindfulness to make you more peaceful and smooth your interaction with others. Step four, find your flow. Make the most of your time by losing track of it. You find yourself by losing yourself. Step five, improve your ability to accept. Move toward what is bothering you rather than denying or running away from it. Make peace with it and move on. And finally, step six, if you've got things you have to remember or think about which pop in your head randomly, you download them by writing them down on a list or a piece of paper. Once you do that, you can empty your brain and forget about them. As you clear out thoughts on paper, you're free to focus on the present. Now, here's another solution for time-based anxiety. I've been asked before what i do to have a job, run a business, have a family, and so on in my day-to-day. So you could take this advice as you wish, but I want to give you the gift that I discovered. And I want to address anxiety, which comes from overwhelm, because I've experienced it as well. And what really helped me was focusing on one thing at a time. And I call this the power of one. And here's an example in my life. Suppose I have a to-do list of 15 things for the day. By the way, I notice various people look at a list that size and they immediately feel anxiety. Or they immediately feel overwhelmed. And a lot of times the comments I hear are along the lines of, I don't even know where to start. The power of one solves this. So let's start with a to-do list of 15 things. I like to pick the low-hanging fruit, and I do this for two reasons. First, an easy or quick task helps me get momentum, so I can finish it and check it off. And number two, after checking one task off my list, I've got momentum moving, which builds my confidence, and that takes me straight into the rest of my list. So with the power of one, we start with an easy or a quick task on our list of 15, We knock that out and now when we choose the next task, we want to focus only on this task. Nothing else. Drown out everything else. Forget about it. Our only focus should be laser focus full blast on this one task. For instance, let's say the next task on my list is washing dishes. What I'm going to do is either put on headphones or I'm going to quiet the room whatever my mood requires. And for the next 10 minutes, all I care about, all I think about is ripping through the dishes. Nothing else matters. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not doing anything else. Now, if I have a thought which may be important that randomly pops in my head, I've got a notepad about three feet from me when I'm washing the dishes so I can write it down quickly. But any other thoughts which pass through my head during dishwashing time, I let them pass. And I pay them no mind. I don't even think about my to do list. I don't worry about how many tasks I have left. All I care about is finishing the dishes. <clears throat> Each dish runs through a process, it becomes its own little universe. Hot water soak for three seconds, scrub horizontal, then scrub vertical, quick rinse, throw it in a drying rack, rinse and repeat. No pun intended, I'm done. And once the dishes are washed, I check off this task on my to-do list application and I forget about it forever. Now, what I found with the power of one is, as you focus deeply on one and only one task, then move to the next one. You start ripping through your to-do list faster and you don't have anxiety well up. So I'll lower my head like a bull, and after two hours, a large portion of my to-do list is done, and I'm not stressing about it, I'm not overwhelmed, and I'm not worried. And this, my friends, is what you get from the power of one. And I learned another great quote, which speaks to the power of one. William Dean, Dean of Psychologists, in a little essay called The Gospel of Relaxation, said it best, When once a decision is reached and execution is the order of the day, dismiss absolutely all responsibility and care about the outcome. Unclamp, in a word, your intellectual and practical machinery and let it run free. And the service it will do you will be twice as good. Napoleon also said it pretty damn well, but even shorter. And he said, if you start to take Vienna... Take Vienna. Now this may seem ordinary or boring, the idea of doing one task and nothing else, but the momentum you build from eliminating distractions is life-changing. I've had to-do list of eight, nine, ten, and more things, and it doesn't bother me anymore. <coughs> I will pound the table until I'm blue in the face about this. The power of one, the one thing at a time with full blast focus will destroy In productivity, any multitasker out there, I promise you. So think about this. If you feel anxiety well up from a to-do list or a lot of things you got to face, pick one that's easy, crank through it, do nothing else, move on to the next one, and lose yourself in that task. Let everything else just melt away. And see if that doesn't help with your overwhelm. Now, let's close with something called temporal focus. And we've been talking about temporal states of mind the entire episode. And temporal focus is a way people view time in their life. If you're past focus, you like certainty, you like safety, you don't like change, and you have limiting beliefs. And if that's how you live, that's fine. It's just good to understand what your temporal focus is. If you live in the present, you're probability focused and you live in the moment, meaning if you want to do something and you feel good about it, you're evaluating, okay, will this give me joy? Can I complete this fairly quickly? What's, what should I do right now? And finally, there's the future. Future-driven people like possibility. They're innovative. They love the quote, the past is a foreign country here's some language clues. If people say things like put the past behind you or look forward to a brighter future, that tips you off that they live or look towards the future. And see, when it comes to the present and the future, Heraclitus said it best, you can't step in the same river twice. Time continues to roll by and by. And using temporal focus, it will help you align your goals and your vision to how you view the world. Just remember, no matter where you are on the temporal focus scale, make it a priority to come back to the present, especially in times or strife, anxiety or despair. Let the future be your quiet solitude when anxiety wells up. Now, anxiety... Wells up in other things like college prep. And if you're feeling anxiety about college prep, why not let my team help? We'll help you focus on the power of one. Whether it's financial aid, exam prep, or general questions, we've got the resources for you. If you want to, check them out at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com. I want to thank you for listening. And here's to the power of productivity with no anxiety. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.